That's right, it's the Last Call Podcast with Chris Michaels. It's March 25th, Thursday, the final podcast of the week. I had every intentions on making this podcast relatively short, but as I was shuffling through all sorts of stories, I don't know if I can, because there are so many things to possibly get through. The first thing, as always, is... Joseph Biden, Joe Biden today, gave his first 62-minute press conference ever. Oh, boy, wasn't it a great time? People were looking at his eyeballs because his pupils were as dilated as anything. They were the size of dinner plates. The boy was on some sort of upper, whether that's Coke or some sort of methamphetamine Something had the guy up because otherwise you never see him out there in public speaking to anybody for more than about 20 minutes. But today he had to go on for three times that long. He was on for 62 minutes. And so they must have pumped him up with all sorts of drugs to keep him lucid. Remember, every time that Donald Trump wanted to debate Joe Biden... He made sure to get out there that he wanted Joe Biden to take a drug test before anything happened or after the debate, too. And, of course, Joe Biden never, never, ever, ever got that drug test. So I watched the whole thing uh, or I shouldn't say I watched. I listened to the whole thing because I was doing other other stuff. And God, I got crap in my throat. Jesus Christ Almighty. So I listened to the whole thing with uh, this stupid press conference. Let me tell you what a difference a president makes with the press corps. The press was perfectly fine lobbing all manners of softballs at the president to make sure that he wasn't puzzled or perplexed too much. Even though Biden was getting pissed off anyway. And the reporters, if we remember during Trump's era, they would hound Trump about lies. Lies, outright lies that those reporters knew were lies. And they still accused Trump of said lies, whether that's uh, Ukraine gate or Russia gate or whatever else. And they still tried to play it off as if it was truth. And so they made Trump answer to lies and try to validate or invalidate lies. With Biden, these people ask Biden a question. He just simply gives a one-word answer like yes or no, and they sit right back down and say, thank you, Mr. President. No follow-up questions, no confrontations, nothing along those lines. And all of the morons out there that voted for this clown, although I suspect... Not enough of you voted for Joseph Biden because you couldn't have won. (laughs) There's no way you're going to make me believe that Joe Biden actually legitimately won that election. Not now, not ever. Uh, But that's where the ball lied, and here we are today. So, what happened? Where is the press corps in all of this? There's no press corps. We all know what's going on. This is a sham. There is no press anymore. It's nearly, it's, all this is, is an orchestrated propaganda arm between the government and the public. 
That's all it is. And the reason why they were so confrontational with Donald Trump was because Donald Trump was not part of the in crowd. He wasn't part of the elite. And they were afraid Trump might find out some icky things about a lot of people. And I promise you he did. And he basically tried to break up a whole bunch of grift and bribes and stuff like that. And it didn't work because Trump is no longer president. So some of the highlights from Biden's monumental press conference was that he expected to run again in 2024 with Kamala Harris as his running mate. Joe, I hate to tell you that I'd be surprised if you make it through December of this year, never mind three or four years from now. He also said he's willing to curtail the Senate filibuster. Oh, good job. Immigration and gun control are priorities. And China, now this is another fun thing. He said China would not take over the U.S. in clout under his watch and sees China as stiff competition, but doesn't want unnecessary confrontation. And he also said that Xi Jinping, the president of China, doesn't have a democratic with a small d bone in his body. Now, he also said, which these people are not uh, uh, citing here, is that as soon as Biden was elected, he had a two-hour conversation with President Xi of China. Two hours. That is monumental. Do you know what that signifies to me? Because those conversations between world leaders, if they're 20 minutes, that's a long time. If they're 30 minutes, that's overtime. He had a conversation with the guy for two hours, 120 minutes. That is at least three or four lifetimes politically when you're coming to discuss diplomatic endeavors. What this says to me, and the reason why I bring this up, it also goes hand in hand with the sudden and outward display of sensitivity towards Asian hate crimes. Where did this come from? Out of nowhere, all of a sudden, everyone hates Asians. Since when? And I wonder if other races and other minorities feel a little bit slighted by all of this. Do we remember what happened during the summer of 2020 with Black Lives Matter taking you directly to a Democrat Party political action committee? Or when you type in Antifa.com, it takes you directly to White House, uh, the White House website. I think it's WhiteHouse.gov. So, yeah, I think WhiteHouse.com was an adult site. At least it was back then. It was like an escort site or something. So I think whitehouse.gov is the right place to go. The point that I'm getting at here is what you're seeing is a subtle change in the social consciousness. China wants to make sure that it gets no resistance from the United States. And Joe Biden, with the help of China, because his nickname was China Joe. I mean, all you have to do is look at Hunter Biden. By the way, where's Hunter? Hunter Biden and his dealings with the Chinese and Biden's family members' dealings with the Chinese, and all of a sudden you realize that uh, we very well may have a Chinese agent as president in the White House, or at the very least, 
very least someone that's compromised or has family members that are compromised by the Chinese intelligence agencies. So this is exactly what I was – would oh, – jeez, I can't speak. This is exactly something that I would suspect would happen because they're orchestrating events. They are making sure that China is no longer the bad guy when it comes to all this. And they're making sure also that Russia maintains its status as enemy number one in the United States. A report, an intelligence report came out. I don't have the article in front of me. I skimmed it real quick. Uh, an intelligence report came out on the dangers of Russia. And lo and behold, we find out in this report put together by Biden administration officials, uh, Russia is as dangerous as ever. And naturally, there are no correlations between Russia and the Biden administration and no sort of connections between Ukraine and the Biden family at all in this report. And that's all Russian disinformation to make sure America's faith in democracy is rattled. No, I mean, are you that stupid to believe all that? Uh, well, many people are. He, uh, let's see. Continuing on with the press conference, Biden in all of his glory said he wants to double the vaccination goal. So he wants 200 million shots in the end of his first 100 days. Great news. Border immigration dominated the press conference. It actually did. A lot of people were asking questions about, well, so-and-so came over the border and they gave the person a phone number to call up and that's where their parents are. That sounds to me, and these, these were all kids, and they constantly bring up kids. It's exactly what I've been telling you. It's the human trafficking rings getting reestablished, and these kids were sold to whomever, and they have phone numbers on them to get in touch with the traffickers already in the United States. Notice that there's a massive influx of children at the border. It's not actual adults. It's children. Why and how are massive amounts of children being sent into the United States? Why are they doing that? I'm telling you why they're doing it. You have a Biden presidency, a Biden-Harris administration. We all know what they deal with. Drugs, guns, humans, kids. That's what's going on here. He also warned uh, North Korea about their missile tests and oh, gosh, oh, my goodness. You mean to tell me that warmonger Joe Biden, one of the politicians in the United States that would never, ever, ever turn down a war, he said, oh, gosh, American troops, they're not going to make that May 1st deadline for an Afghanistan withdrawal, so they'll probably still be in there until 2022. Is anybody shocked by this? You shouldn't be, because Biden is bought and sold and owned by the war industry. So he's going to do whatever those people want him to do, whether that's bombing more brown people, stealing more natural resources. By the way, Afghanistan is loaded with natural resources. Or, uh, you know, making more bullets, bombs, and beans, whatever else, and send it over there. You get the idea. He's never going to withdraw troops from over there. He never, ever, ever will. And by the way, by the way, 
we all suspect, well, anybody with uh, brain cells, we all suspect that the border is something that is very concerning for a lot of people. And I brought up this countless times, and I'll bring it up one more time. If we're to believe the COVID narrative, that COVID is out there, it's as bad as the Black Plague, even though 99.97% of people that get it recover from it, why isn't the federal government testing people at the border? And if they are, how come they're not telling anybody about it? And if these people are in fact testing positive, how come they are just being transported all across the United States without any sort of restrictions? How come they're being kept in essentially pens? Like, I don't know, pens for people. People pens. How come they're being kept in those pens without any social distancing or masks? And there was also a report that came out that spoke about these facilities along the border. These people, these people, they they said it stunk. It stunk in there because everyone is sick. People are living in vomit, piles of shit, piss, awfulness. Time and time again, that's what they're dealing with. And we're supposed to, oh gosh, the Biden administration is such a humanitarian administration, letting us all believe that Americans do have a heart. So Axios came out today and said that just 3% of those that are testing positive for COVID are in isolation after arriving across the border. That means... 97% of those that test positive, which we can assume that the majority of them will, are in fact let loose. More from Axios. About 7.4% of tests given to an accompanied minor in the past year turned out to be positive. Positivity rate in general is what was anticipated and planning has resulted in a robust response. There are more than 200 facilities in two to 22 states. But the positivity rate has been higher, about 10%. Yeah, okay, fine. So on and so forth. You get the idea. So now it's starting to finally come out that they're not testing for anything. And if they are, they are just letting these people through the border without any sort of real um, uh, watching. They're, They're not letting these people be quarantined or anything else like that. And to be completely honest with you, they need to stop all of the nonsense. And I brought this up a couple of weeks ago that what they're doing, what they're going to do, and you're already starting to see this, right? What they're going to do is they're going to just let these people be unleashed in the United States, wherever they may be unleashed. You know, whatever purple state that they're trying to turn into a Democrat state, that's where they're going to go. And this also serves another purpose for the globalists, because what they're going to then do is say, oh my goodness, there's a COVID outbreak in some area of the country. Well, you just let in a whole bunch of people that shouldn't be here. 
that are testing positive for COVID. Well, I shouldn't say they shouldn't be here. They should be here in a measure at a measured rate or a measured pace. Sure, they can come here. I don't want to hear that there's no place for, for people to live. All you have to do is go west of the Mississippi and drive to the west coast, to California, and you will see how vacant the United States actually is. There is land for days, literally land for days. So there's no such thing as limited space in the United States. There's plenty of space in the United States. But what they're going to do is say, oh, gosh, there's a COVID outbreak. And they're going to use these people they bust from the border as the, the excuse to lock down the United States once again due to the globalist agenda here of making sure of getting everybody aligned when it comes to money, faith, whether or not they can travel, on and on and on. Now we're talking about the third wave of COVID in the United States. Since when was there? I thought we were on the fourth or fifth wave. Now we're back to the third wave. There has been a massive uptick of positive COVID cases. Here we go again. This stupid phrase, positive COVID cases. We haven't seen this many positive COVID cases in the United States. Not since October. Oh my gosh. This is the next Black Plague after the second one and the first one throughout 2020. Okay, what else could possibly be going on that would make these numbers shoot up at this particular time? No, it's not the busing of illegal immigrants all across the United States. There aren't enough of them in the United States just yet to make those numbers jump. What's really happening is that people that are getting these vaccines are testing positive for COVID because the way the mRNA vaccine works, it, it essentially, from my understanding, it somehow injects the COVID spike into the body. So the body, when it does these PCR tests, shows that it has COVID when in fact it doesn't. So now what they're doing is they're testing people that have already received these vaunted vaccines and miraculously, oh my God, everybody still has COVID or I should say still tests positive for COVID. I brought up countless times on past podcast why the PCR tests are silly and useless with the way they are using them. They, one, they shouldn't even be using these things. Two, the, 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 what they call the counter threshold, way too high. How they measure stuff, the measurements, the metrics that they use to test positivity for COVID. It's beyond the scope of what COVID should, it's beyond the scope of what should be used for testing, right? The scale is too encompassing because now you are resulting in 50% false positive rates. And that's from the World Health Organization. They released that data on Inauguration Day. As soon as Biden put his, took his hand off the Bible, bam, there's the World Health Organization saying, oh, sorry, we may have about a 50% false positivity rate for COVID cases. Our bad. We really didn't mean to do that. Okay, so that really looks like a conspiracy. So here we go again. We've got people taking the vaccines, their bodies, when they're tested, 
essentially show that they've got COVID, even though they've got the vaccine. And now the CDC and the federal government and Dr. Fauci, now we're all coming out there saying, oh gosh, here comes the third wave. The New Jersey governor said, we're not opening up. We're not opening up any further for the foreseeable future. For, so don't even ask us about it. And I hope Andrew Cuomo does the same. You already see it all across the planet. You're starting to see the same kind of mindless bullshit of control. Germany, Germany, Angela Merkel, supposed daughter of one Schickelgruber, unconfirmed, by the way, tried to enforce the most strictest lockdown measurements ever in the history of forever. Five-day lockdowns for Easter, trying to, on more than one level, crush the spirit of German people by forcing them to not be with their family members on Easter. Very religious country, no matter what anybody says, and no matter what kind of porn you watch, they're still a very religious people. She got so much backlash that she was forced to rescind the order. And she said, oh, God, it is my, it's all my fault. I take complete responsibility. I was trying to do the best that I could. No, she didn't make that order up. She took that order from somebody. And they were trying to see how far they can push the German people before they said enough is enough. And that's what happened. She, if, she, if nobody rose up against it, she would have let it ride and she wouldn't care one bit about how destructive her policies are. She doesn't care about you. It's really disgusting and it's really, really sad. So now they have it over there. Now we're getting it in the United States. Oh, gosh, here we come again. The third wave. And for what it's worth, Governor DeSantis of Florida said F you to everybody. The state is open. Stop bothering us about it. He also said, now this is another thing that's being floated around, forget the vaccine passport requirements. Forget about it. We're not going to test you to see whether or not you've been vaccinated, if you want to go to public events, if you want to go to concerts or uh, games or anything like that, just forget about it. We're not going to do it. We're not going to do it. And, uh, and of course, of course, he's going to get backlash from the Dr. Fauci's. Even Rutgers University just came out and said, now this is a crazy... If you want to show up to our campus, then you will be required to get the COVID-19 vaccine. Even though we are still in the experimental phase of the COVID-19 rollout program. Because this stuff, the testing period, doesn't end until 2023. So don't even talk to me. (laughs) So I wonder how much money Rutgers is getting from the pharmaceutical industry. And here's another thing. You're starting to see stronger and stronger lockdowns no matter where you go. Boris Johnson in the UK said, and this is the whole time, 
The whole time they're saying in the UK, forget about it. We're never going to have a vaccine passport. No, 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 no. And then all of a sudden, flip-flop. Oh, gosh, the concept of a vaccine certification, not a passport, certification, should not be totally alien to us, especially when people go to have a pint at the pub. So you're, do you understand how dangerous this is? In order to live any sort of life where you're able to socialize with other human beings in restaurants and bars, they want you to prove that you've gotten all of your vaccines. Not the ones that you need, the ones that the government recommends that you get. And the ones that the government recommends that you get are the ones that pharmaceutical lobbyists have paid for and bribed the politicians to recommend said vaccines. You're going to start to see that over here in the United States because whatever goes on in England and Europe will eventually make it to the shores of the United States. And I'm going to leave you with this. Well, no, two more stories. Two more stories. There is a great article that came out in, uh, what is this? This is by, oh, where is this? Oh, I can't, oh no, man, we had dead air for a moment. Oh my gosh, we should never have dead air. Okay, so I can't figure out who wrote this. But, oh, this was the from the Wall Street Journal. It was an op-ed piece in the Wall Street Journal. Essentially, the Wall Street Journal said, enough is enough. You hook-nosed little twerp, Dr. Fauci. You have to start producing the evidence for all of your recommendations. Because as we all know, the mantra has been, trust the science, trust the science, trust the science. And as we're finding out, Dr. Fauci has been making judgment calls, quote-unquote, according to him. Senator Marshall, Dr. Fauci, are you comfortable? Because Dr. Fauci had to march his ass up to Capitol Hill the other day. Are you comfortable with what we are doing on the border from an ID standpoint? The reason I have to hedge on that is that I am not really very deeply familiar with the details of what's going on at the border. Whose job is it to know that, Mr. Marshall asked. And of course, Dr. Fauci jumped around, tap dance, and whatever else. Now here is the biggest thing that the Wall Street Journal picked up on. And thankfully, thankfully, Somebody over there must be listening to my podcast because they took a little piece of a page out of my playbook. They essentially said, you cannot order or ignore natural immunity. You cannot say that herd immunity is through vaccines only. You can't do it. Stop doing it, Dr. Fauci, because enough is enough. And Dr. Fauci, of course, is not saying a word. He's not saying a word about this. They said Macri from the uh, Wall Street Journal said natural immunity is real and shouldn't be ignored. Thank you. Thank you. Anthony Fauci 
thank you for also saying, not Dr. Fauci, has been saying that the country needs to vaccinate 70% to 85% of the population to reach herd immunity, but he inexplicably ignores natural immunity, undercounting or removing the many Americans with natural immunity, all 99.97% of you, from any tally or herd immunity is a scientific error of omission. No, it's a fucking lie. It's an out-and-out lie. It's manipulation of data to make sure the pharmaceutical companies get as much money as they possibly fucking can for some god-awful reason. And I suspect it's a lot darker than just making money with the way these vaccines are being built. And also, the same people... I forgot the woman's name. The same people... And you're going, this is another thing. Mark my words, by the end of the Biden administration, the first term, you're going to see this. The same people that came up with the mRNA vaccine to stop COVID are also coming up with an mRNA vaccine to stop cancer. Oh, I'm sure that'll just go over great. You know, (laughs) I'm sure that'll just be fine. No side effects there. No deaths on that one either. (laughs) Okay, sure. So anyway, uh, Senator Rand Paul went on another tangent following along this. If the government is going to tell you you can't go anywhere unless you're wearing a mask, they should tell you why. And they should also present the evidence for that. And Dr. Fauci's mask mandates, according to Dr. Paul, are emotionalism and fear mongering. Yes, Dr. Fauci needs to put up or shut up. Yes, he needs to show us the scientific evidence That it's a problem after you've been vaccinated or after you've already gotten the disease naturally. Yes. But so far, Mr. Paul says, all Dr. Fauci is doing is telling me his opinion. Quite so. Really, their opinion is, look, they had another one of these vaccine doctors on television. He was like, oh, it's about civility. Civility is not science. For goodness sakes, show us some evidence to back up these mandates. Yes to all of this. Yes to the Wall Street Journal for saying there is such thing as natural immunity and people that recover from this supposed scourge of humanity, is ju- their immune system is just as good as any schmuck that gets the virus. And Dr. Paul for what it's worth, too, is finally standing up to this little torp Dr. Fauci, his hook nose and beady eyes, and saying, guess what? If you say that we still have to wear masks, then you better show us the reasons why we should be wearing masks. And this is the final story. This story is horrifying. It comes out of New York City. It happened this week, or I think last week. Happened in March. How about that? Divorced woman taking her daughter, I believe it was her daughter, either way, six, yes, daughter, six-year-old daughter, to what I assume is a private school, the Burke Wathen Lennox School. Sounds very waspy. I assume it's full of diversity. Anyway, this woman, Dr. Micheline, 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 I don't know, M-I-C-H-E-L-I-N-E-E. Michelin Epstein. Oh, that's, there's got to be a... <laughs> wonder what the odds of that is on the Upper East Side of Dr. Epstein. Uh, a family physician went to drop off her daughter at the ever-so-waspy Birch Wathen Lennox School. And do you know what happened 
Dr. Epstein was on the sidewalk dropping her six-year-old daughter off. The six-year-old daughter had to wear a mask. So the six-year-old daughter did wear a mask. Dr. Epstein was on a public sidewalk, not going into the school, not going near the entrance, just dropping her daughter off, was not wearing a mask. And do you know what happened to Dr. Epstein? Being that she's divorced, the school has taken away the daughter from Dr. Epstein to live with the father because the mother, Dr. Epstein, would not wear a mask. And the judge upheld it. Dr. Dr. Epstein's uh, boyfriend, Jeff Gutenplan, said no one got physical or anything. She just refused to wear the mask. They were outside on the public sidewalk. And she was crying. The next thing I know, my daughter is taken away from me. Now Dr. Epstein can only see her daughter two times a week. And she's no longer permitted to drop off or pick up her daughter from school. How sickening is this? And this is in New York City. This is insane. On Tuesday, Dr. Epstein wasn't even permitted to see or even speak to her daughter, and it was her sixth birthday. And to get two supervised visits with her daughter per week, she'll need to wear a mask inside of her own home. How is anybody okay with this? How can a judge in New York City take away somebody's daughter? And of course, the ever so waspy Birch Wathen Lennox School will not respond to any questions. How can a judge say your daughter is going to be taken away from you because you refuse to wear a mask in public and that mask wearing mandate has no scientific basis for it being enforced. Yet, we still have to go along with society's norms because we're in a pandemic and one life is just too many. And all of those New York City spineless cowards, they're all okay with this. This kind of behavior Happens in fascist countries. Oh, but I thought we got rid of the fascists. I thought Donald Trump has been smote from the landscape. No. No. He has. That's not the case. You elected more fascism. You elected more fascism than you even know what to do with. And because Orange Man was bad and there's a pandemic and no one wants to do any sort of research, you people are tolerating disgusting reprehensible behavior like this school allowing allowing this woman to get her parental rights removed from her because you didn't like the fact some stupid nurse or dumb teacher didn't like the fact that this woman a doctor was refusing to wear a mask as she's walking away on a sidewalk, not entering a building as she's dropping off her six-year-old. 
And all of you seem to be okay with this because of a pandemic. You morons, you're all morons in New York City. You've allowed yourself to be put under a tyrannical medical dictatorship based on no evidence and only based on fear-based, how many more times can I base say the word base? Fear-induced, quote-unquote, judgment calls, care of Dr. Fauci. And that's the last call with Chris Michaels for this week, and I will be broadcasting, as usual, next week. Enjoy your weekend.